Hello everyone, Anthony here with a quick housekeeping note. Chris, our wonderful host, did an episode away from home on his laptop mic, and so the audio quality on his end is uh, definitely different from normal. Just wanted to give a quick heads up there, and uh, a couple episodes ago we hit the thousand download milestone, and just wanted to say on behalf of everyone here at My First Anime, thank you for supporting us, it really helps, and uh, please enjoy the rest of Steins Gate. And welcome back to my first anime, Stein's Gate, episodes 13 through 16 this week. I am Chris Bailey. I am Savador, also known as Monkey. And I am Anthony Vaught. So I always forget what we do at the beginning. It's the anime minute. I didn't finish Trails of Cold Steel. I lied. Fuck off. I'm done. <laughs> I'm Actually, literally sprinting to the end right now. I, I'm going to finish it as soon as we're done with this recording. <laughs> I have not watched any new anime. I am so behind. It's so crazy. Well, I mean, I know this was, this is probably gonna come out in like fucking I don't know, July of next year or some shit, but it is uh kind of the beginning of the holiday season uh, at the time of this recording. So I've been pretty busy with, you know, Thanksgiving stuff and You haven't watched more any more of your buff girls uh do rock climbing? I haven't. Sad day. I know. It's a shame. I really want to bring some stuff to Anime Minute. That's the reason that I was even looking around stuff. But it's just not the cards at the moment. But I do have some overnights coming up with my job while being in a hotel room stuck. And I guarantee I'll be tired of editing. So, What else do you do in a hotel room other than watch buff anime girls climb rocks? Oh my gosh, that sounds like a dream! That. that sounds like a dream! Oh, speaking of uh, proximity to time, uh, yeah, new... Uh, the new season of Great Pretender dropped uh, like a week or so ago, so I'll be probably banging that over next week. Okay, cool. Uh, the new Demon Slayer movie took over Titanic in Japan. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yep. That's all for Anime Minute, you guys, and that's all for this recording. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I have to go finish a video game. Uh, we get a good four episode. I I, pre- I looked at the episode, uh, the title of episode 17. So... We have a good little pod here of uh, necrotic episodes. Yeah, I think we accidentally planned this well. It was a little unfortunate at the beginning with things getting cut off, but... I, yeah, no, I, I think thought that was good. Go. That was a perfect way to end it last week, you guys. Well, I think we, we stopped on part one of a part three at one point. Oh, no, no, no. Just the first week when we stopped in the middle of that part three. Yeah. That's what he was saying. But yeah, that was a pretty good cliffhanger, and I think I think we got an idea of what's about to happen at the end of, uh, what, is it 16? Yeah, well... Well, at least... Do we? Oh, well, I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, out. we'll get there. Okay, let's start with episode 13. Metaphysics necrosis. Um, we get the beginning... or the Sorry, the end of the previous episode. Uh, nothing really happens. Everything's fine. Did we discuss FB, FB, FB? Well, we did not, because I took the note on it this time. What is yeah, it? Do you guys know what FB is? No. Oh, okay. Ah. So, so glad. I'm just going to say out there, you guys, hot take, scissor, scissor. FB means Facebook. The Facebook oh, gods God. finally came across 
They are oh, in control God. of us. They're in control of um, what's her name? Moake, whoever her name is. The fucking cell phone girl. Facebook is in control of us, you guys. Well, I deleted mine, so fucking come at me. I'm part of the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we kind of I know we discussed that FB's probably Mr. Braun, but like she says it like three times, like for FB, FB, uh-huh. FB. And I, I, I don't know if there's a lot to unpack there, but like I think we should at least mention it. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it was just like, I don't know if it... Part of me wonders if it was even in that last episode. Because I feel like we would have made note of it. Because to me, it looks like she's having hesitance. She's forcing herself to go through with it. But Mayuri died. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, So I was like, no, no, not not through the pen. Now we're done here. Gotcha. But yeah, that's definitely a good thing to notice. Um, I mean, we'll probably call it out later, but... Every time she says she's talking about um, capturing Okabe, she always says, uh, Mayuri is the one who died, and Okabe-kun, I mean, and then corrects herself. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay. I wanted to talk about that, too. Okabe-kun? What, I forget. What does what's kun mean? Kun is a term of endearment. Okay. Which I've got I got some more. We're, we're going to get to a point, and I'm going to talk about that some more. Okay, but I mean, we established that, you know, she's doing the thing where she's against them, but she did legitimately, like, form a bond with them, and now she's having some uh, mixed feelings about her mission. I think that's pretty clear, yes? Yes. Oh, this uh, reminds me, if whole outfits, like, um, in the future, everybody wears leather in the future, you guys. We kill a lot of cows in the future. I'm in, bro. Uh, you know it's synthetic. No, dude, that's that's organic leather. <laughs> It is definitely not. Nothing about the dystopian future is organic. <laughs> and here comes the part-time warrior. Uh, yeah, so so we pick up right where we left off. Okabe yells, you'll pay for this. And then, fuck yeah, because Amane, dude, doing it. <laughs> Bust through the door with, like, the opening to a Hotline Miami track playing. <laughs> Fucking takes everyone out. We get a quick flash of a tattoo. Did anyone catch what it was? Oh, I missed that. It's on one of the dude's necks. Or it's on, like, oh, all okay. of them. okay. I but... thought it was on her. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about then, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I didn't go back and, like, freeze frame it. To me, it looked kind of, like, spadey or, like, um, something, like, Templar-ish. Yeah, to me, it yeah. looked like like three dots and an arrow. Okay. And there was, like, a line connecting to it. Oh, that's probably time shit. Okay. I did actually pause here. Well, kind of. So... Do you guys want to talk about this now or when I wrote it? Because, you know, later on in the scene where we get to see the scene kind of twice, really fast forwarded later, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So do you guys want to talk about what I have for it then or now? But it's the same point I can make. Yeah, go ahead. So, because I think it's better enforced here because, so they're at a standstill when they're aiming at each other. Mm-hmm. They have the same hair color. They have the same eyes. They're the same person. Amane and Moeka? Calling it right meow. No, dude. Okay, that is thoroughly debunked by the end of this episode. Or by the end of this pod. I don't think it is, bro. No, dude, there's no way. They don't have the same hair color. Amani's is more like gray, ashen sort of hair color. I mean, bro. I'm just saying, a hot take, scissor, sizzle. Amani's hair color is is the same as It's almost the same length, too. It's The only difference is she's pigtails and the other one's let down. No, dude, there's no way. They have very similar body types. No! I'm not buying it. Nah, dude, that's I can't not why. It. I can't bring myself to Google a side-by-side image because I know I'll spoil it. No, they're not the same person. Why would she change her name? Again. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm not buying it. 
I don't have answers for you, but they look almost exactly the same. We'll talk more about this later, but I think we are done with Amane. So yeah, that, that shit happens. They have their standoff um, before like Amane throws a smoke grenade or something and a shootout starts. Oh, no, no, no. She says fucking 42 CRT. It's on. Yeah, I choose to believe that they said 42 uh, because of... Um, Hitchhikers. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was literally like memeing for a second. <laughs> what does that mean? Do you guys know? Like, is that 42? the time? Yeah. Uh, it's it's the 42 is the meaning of life from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I know that. They were telling uh, the channel, turn on the channel to 42. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because she said 42 CRT, it's on. And I think it, that was when like they were saying um, bomb threats to all of the trains and stuff like that. And that's why uh, I can't do anything. Yeah. Okay. At first, I thought she was like, is she about to activate fucking Moeka or something? Like, is this a weird code? <laughs> Um, but nope. And it wasn't a smoke grenade. It was specifically future gadget number, what, six? Oh, was it? I missed that. Yeah, it was the Insta dryer. That's, <laughs> That's great. That's everything went poof. I'm, I'm like 90% sure. I cannot, now that, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was That's awesome, I hope so. God damn it, dude. Oh, I love the future gadget, gadgets. This group of episodes has my favorite one. No, dude, when Amane just comes in and just, um, what's it called? Just defuse, like, the whole situation or just beats up all those guys. I'm like... Hell yeah, finally some action. I've been waiting for something to happen. It's been so long. Yeah, you got some, bro. It's been 12 episodes. 12 divided by 20. Wait, uh, 20, so 20, 40, 60. 40, 60. Let, let, them, let them work. Let them work. Okay, so, we don't have time for this. Okay, so three, <laughs> six. I think nine hours. Nine hours I had to wait for a fucking... Nope. <laughs> Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. Okay. We're good then. We're done. We're done. We're not mad at this anymore. We're not mad at this anymore. Uh, so the gunfight is happening. Okabe's leaping uh, after a whole thing with Makase. I'm like, you can't because we don't know if it works. And he's like, I have to hook me up. Somebody's going to do it. <laughs> he starts to leap. Makase gets shot. And we leap. And we get to learn a little bit about Mayuri. Um, so we learned Mayuri's grandmother was the one who's dead. Um, it's her pocket watch. It was her grave we saw her at and doing the uh, hand to the sky thing effort that the, the, the star, the star handshake or whatever he called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what the first thing is called, but they did. He did say angels ladle whereas I never heard that term before. Yeah. Th- this was like a beam of light coming through the rain called Rembrandt's lightning or angels ladder. Is, is it really called Rembrandt's Lightning, or is it something I he's have making up? No idea. Okay, because it sounds like a Viking tom, but he's making up Viking tomes or North mythology tomes. So mm, I should have looked up. I mean, yeah, I should have looked it up. Oh well. Okabe is concerned for whatever reason. He thinks like, "Oh man, it looks like that light is gonna take her." So he runs over and grabs onto her, and it's like, "I don't want you to go. You're my hostage now. You can't leave. I'm gonna do experiments on you." Because he took that from a show they watched together as a kid or as kids. Oh, okay. And that's where he got his mad scientist persona from. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved the scene. Yeah. Then we get back in time. Okabe immediately cancels the development conference, and Makase kind of realizes what happened like immediately and texts him like, "You time left, didn't you?" <laughs> I don't think that happened the first time, right? Uh, it did. Yeah. I think so. Or, or she kind of implies, like, hey, something... Oh, no, th- she talks to him. This isn't texting, actually. Yeah, see, no, see, she's like, yeah, they both talk, but they haven't... Uh, he hasn't dropped... 
She hasn't dropped the the fact that she knows that he time jumped yet. Yeah, but, she, but she they have the thing of like she's like, Oh, your the phone, phone rang, rang and then you act weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then later she's like, his phone, hold up. Yeah. She's like, Oh, she's just really smart. She understands what's going on. Um Okabe kind of has this realization that like what he's doing now is not moving world lines. This is like actual linear time travel. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes on a mad rush all over I guess are they in Tokyo? It's it's Akaba, isn't it? It starts with an A. But don't they mention I feel like they mention Akihabara at some point. I don't know. Well yeah, wherever yeah, they are. Just saying Akihabara. Yeah. Okay, then they're place. they're in Tokyo, I believe. Yeah, it's just a city. Yeah, looking for Mayuri. He runs to the shrine. She's not there. She already left. We learned from Ruka, who, by the way, I think we're done with Ruka too. She has not done anything this entire show. I'll talk about all this at the end, but yeah, I think we are done with like most of the cast. And this is when Makase calls Okabe and basically calls him out on having time traveled. Also, um, I don't know if we're ever going to talk about it, but right before we get into this heavy point, uh, he was calling everyone, and uh, if you cut the voicemails or whatever, I think we've already heard uh, Mayuri's voicemail before, but she's like, da, da, da. yeah. And, and then uh, when he calls Fer- uh, Ferris, <laughs> she, her starts off with, yan yan. <laughs> yeah. So as you can see, Monkey, uh, it was not a mistake that she still had cat ears. Oh, yeah. I I think it was. I I don't know why she would still have it. I It's real effect to see would. Oh, she still did the nat- yan yan, so. Yan yan. Uh, we figure, or Amane runs into Okabe and he tells him where Mayuri went. She tells him where, where Mayuri went. There, they, there's not really anything else in that conversation, right? It's just like, hey, she went that way. There's the first, I, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot, I don't think, but uh, there's the first mention of like, or a reminder that she's going to a cosplayer's place. Right. Okay. I think, I think that's, that's I'm pretty sure. Or that's with Ruka at some point, I think. But it's I oh, well, oh, you said Makasa. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, Amane. This is right before he finds Mayuri. Oh yeah, she's like turn right or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I think she knew that something had happened. Probably, yeah. Pretty obviously. So I think, I mean, other than like a nod, like she's going to be more important here in the next minute or two that I probably missed during the episode. I don't think we get a lot. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So then he finds Mayuri in the alley, doing her. Uh, star handshake tells him party is canceled and he drops uh, Kurisu for the first time as he will do multiple times in this episode they go to the train platform but stupid Okabe forgot they were shut down because of the uh, bomb threat and they no, get um, yeah it's very interesting so you see how Miyoi is um, let's go Okabe is just going off the fucking walls because he knows Miyoi is gonna die this is a conversation with Maori and Okabe well, she's she's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I believe you. We can talk about this later. And I fucking love Mori's so wide and die with Okabe. He's like, I understand everything's going off the walls. It's fine. Let's go. And I fucking love that about Mayori. She's like, yeah. okay, like, I mean, that is that the one you're talking about is uh, at the subway. But yeah, that is a really nice touch. How she's just like, she just has this trust with Okabe, and. She's so weird because I think we're wrong. We were wrong about her like secretly being like the super duper smart person, right? Oh no, I'm completely wrong out of that. I don't think she is that. She is just our, you know, wide-eyed, innocent, naive, slightly airheaded character. Yeah. I forget where I was going with that. So where they go to the fucking trains and it's shut down. 
And some guy uh, holds up a gun to Okobay and he's like, oh, you have to go. And then a fucking random guy just shows out of nowhere. He's like, hey, get out of my way. And he just pushes the guy around. And I'm just, just run like, run away from the bombs. I guess so. But then, uh, and so they managed to get away and they're running in the alleyway. And then they get caught and Okobay managed to uh, get Moyori like away. And then she gets run over. <laughs> she gets hit by Moika's car. Yeah, which is so sad. Yeah, it's so weird. Called it here, boys. I have it written down. What? I was like, we're going to watch her die 13 more times or ways. Oh, of course. I don't need to see her die. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Okay? Choo-choo. Got, got we need that. Yeah, I know. That's some bad news for you. <laughs> uh, we also get the first time Moika does the thing we talked about where she drops the Okabe-kun. And I yep. mean, yep. Uh, whatever the hell his actual name I is. I mean... Okabe Rin, Rin, uh, yeah, Okabe Rin, Rin, Rintaro. Rintaro. Is this the uh, does she bring a whole watch at this time too? Where she's like, she's like, oh, it's topped. Uh, she, do- I don't think she does it this time, but she does. No, it she drops times. the watch. That was the death yeah. scene. Is you can just see yeah. her watch broke. Yeah. Uh, how amazing is that fucking watch? It's so good in this anime. I fucking love that. That she just carries around her old her grandmother's watch. It's just really cool. It's the one thing she keeps up with. She keeps up with her cosplaying too. <laughs> Uh, so Okabe gets away and he leaps again. He does the same stuff until he calls Ruka and um, tells her to tell Mayuri to wait. He catches up with Mayuri at the shrine and they're going on a trip. And Ruka is in love with one of those two, right? Or just that, like, anyone talks, she blushes, girl. Yeah, I don't know what she is. She confuses me. I don't know why he's still using this character, but this character is useless. She brings nothing to the table. Uh, I mean, I I know why, but we won't get into that now. Oh, okay. Because I have larger thoughts on that, and but we'll talk about it at the end. And they're they're waiting to cross the street. Mayuri says, it's been a while since he pulled me around like this. <laughs> and Okabe thinks they got spotted, so they run away again. And yeah, Did that guy get... have a tattoo? Uh, I didn't notice. I don't think so. I didn't either. I just, yeah. They get to the subway. She says her watch isn't working, which of course not. Fuck off. <laughs> we know what that means. And yeah, this her is when time she says, is up. "Yeah, this is when she says, uh, when this is over, tell me everything. I won't ask you for now." And dude, absolutely fucking not with this scene. Just seeing the this seeing the subway. And she goes, this, "Yeah, let's have that party sometime." <laughs> this was worse than the fucking first scene. Yeah, dude. But just just the way Mayuri in this scene keeps repeating, like, yeah, let's go on that trip sometime. Let's go on that trip sometime. 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 Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, like, this gave me the sense, like, oh, she f- kind of fucking knows something is, like, this, this isn't something a character that lives to fulfill that promise does, you know? <laughs> One of those two... Or, or maybe Okabe dies, right? I don't think anybody dies, dude. They have time travel in their back pocket. I don't think anybody dies. I think they're going to keep running it. I feel like that would kind of defeat a lot of the stuff they spend trying to set up. Well, I could easily think that one of them has to die for the other one to live. Yeah, that's. we'll talk about that a little more, I think, in maybe the next episode. Getting major vibes. Yeah. I can't I can't see that. Well, maybe maybe Makase has to die at the very beginning. <gasps> they kill off Makase so she doesn't well, that makes no sense because they jumped. <laughs> oh my god. 
They might have to kill Marcus Jesus so he doesn't make the time travel thing. I I think that we see we or the things that we've already seen that we're like, wait, we already saw that thing. I think that happens in like the maybe the last three or four episodes, but I don't think we know about the ending until like I think they're gonna specifically set up an ending that we have not seen. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, we know this is adapted from a visual novel. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I would assume it has a quote-unquote true ending, and I would assume that that's what this is adapting. So I could see a world where, like, everyone lives because that's what fucking weebs want. They want all their waifus to be happy. But also just the things I've led been led to believe about this series is that it is going to get worse emotionally. <laughs> and again, dude, there, there's no way you put that this fucking subway scene in a show and both of those characters make it out okay. I think Mayuri knows something. And also that's it's gonna be incredibly hard to write with when you have time travel. Yeah. To be emotionally invested in a character that you might not ever see again. No, I think mm. they all survive. I think they all survive. I don't think anybody dies in this. Except um I'm, what's I her name? Be a little upset if they all survive. No, I think they all survive. I, I I think it depends on what else the consequence. Like if there has there has to be other consequences. That's how they've been setting it up so far. Yeah, okay, I'm going to say uh, one person I think the I'm not saying I would want to die, but it would make sense would be Makase dying. And that's only to prevent her from making the time travel thing. I think that would make sense, too, especially since it would look yeah. back to the first episode. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking so, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think out of the three, one of them ends up dead. I what don't do think it's three? Mayuri. I think it's between Okabe and Makase. Yeah, I don't think Okabe is dying. I don't think the main character is going to die. I could totally see it. I mean, if if it's a thing of like one of those three has to die for whatever reason, I think no, Okabe would one hundred percent pick himself. No, I don't. I don't think Okabe. Like, I think the whole point of the show is um, what's called is either to prevent the time travel from happening, and killing Okabe is not the way to 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 prevent time travel from happening. It's to kill Makase because he's the one that perfects to perfects it. I would disagree because I think. Uh, based on what we just saw the last season, skipping ahead a little bit, Daru can make a time machine. And so can the mother of time. And I think the reason that they can is because That's Okabe... Makase. Oh yeah, sorry, Makase, yeah. And I think the reason they can is because Okabe put them all together. I think he is the glue. You kill the glue, you kill the Yeah, I mean, Daru even makes the comment like, oh, I can do this. This looks like our phone microwave. Because they borrowed technology from Okabe. Yeah, but, but uh, Makase is the one who perfected it. Right, but she only got there because of Okabe. But Okabe doesn't know what he was doing, so he couldn't get there without Makase. But he obviously, yeah, they needed each other to get there, is the point. Makase wouldn't have done, been able to do it on the, her own. No, but Makase is the one who was a, is able to put the headphones on it to make the brain work. Yes, I, yeah, yeah, that, I know, I know. I'm saying they work together. You, If you remove one, it all crumbles. Oh, no, dude. Oku, no, because Son was doing this already. But they couldn't get it. They needed Okabe's technology. Okabe was the one who triggered everything. No, Son is the one that made it in the very beginning. Well, Amane explicitly explains this was all started by Okabe's technology. Then why is Moeke back then? Because they're trying to take it. Because if in, in his hands, he could change things. If Moeke didn't go back in time to stop this, then it would have went public and everybody would have known and CERN couldn't have done what they did in 2036. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. She's just trying to prevent the outing of a time machine so that we CERN can still do what they're doing in 2036 because 
if Okabe changes the past to where he like, hey, everyone, I made a fucking time machine. It should be going to, uh, you know, someone proper that can study this, you know, uh, adequately. Then CERN can no longer have their dystopian society. So Moik is there to stop that. That's why she specifically takes everyone except Mayuri who's involved. Because the end... And she takes them because they're also needed for the developing the technology. No, then why would Marcus help develop the time travel thing if that happened? She, we don't know why. We're never explicitly explained how she joined CERN yet. Yeah, that hasn't been made clear. No, okay. This is my theory. I think, I think the Sean take over the world time travel thing. I think Okabe is not like part of it. We know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying. In the time that Sean takes over, I think Okabe did not make time travel. I think Sean is the one that made it, and Makase was the leader of it. But Okabe is a terrorist at that time, and so he somehow convinces... No, because Daru at that time built a time machine. Okay, so, Grand Keston, you think the time that we're doing right now, the one where uh, Mayuri dies... The main time thing is this one, is this time when Mary dies and Okabe just goes crazy and turns into a terrorist afterwards to try to defeat Sean. And, Mark- is... and maybe Marcus has held a gun so well and he finally develops the time travel to go back in time. So what we get from this group of episodes is that, yes, these events are on this uh, line. And we are existing where we are because Amane traveled back to this point linearly, as Okabe has been doing with his leaps. So, so they're in the, the we are on the line that will lead to uh, the future we know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Amane, in from that time, from 2036, on this line, has traveled linearly back in time. Not she didn't jump lines like Oka, as Okabe is currently jumping back two days constantly. She jumps back like 20 years or whatever in a linear fashion to try and yeah. then change the way the line develops. Yeah. So yes, we are on that line, and that that was that whole explanation of like how and how to jump between the lines alpha and beta or whatever. Mm-hmm. If that happens, that's when we are no longer on that timeline where Okabe's a terrorist, Mak- uh, Makase is the leader of CERN or not leader of CERN, but one of the the time machine mother or whatever. So up until we get that one percent divergence, yeah, we're on that same linear line basically. Yeah, we we might be on different lines in a way, but it, they all lead to the same point. There are, a bunch, there are a bunch of close, uh, as will be explained, I think, again, the next episode. Uh, Amane explains, like, there, there are a bunch of small threads wrapped into a bigger, like, convergent point. And even if you change something small, it's probably still going to have the same greater outcome. And there's points Which is in, why he cannot keep Mayuri alive. Right. Yeah. Because he's changing tiny things that ultimately don't matter. Yep. Also, before Mayuri died a bunch, this was my like, <laughs> holy fuck, I'm so vindicated, dude. Nye trips and knocks uh, Mayuri into the train because Nye is Moeka, and in every t- iteration of time, Moeka is the one to kill Mayuri. But then they go oh, and ruin that. Yeah. I was so happy when that happens. Uh, but anything else on episode 13? The fact that Okabe can't fucking hold Mayuri's hand tight enough is really fucking stupid how she dies in that. See soon I fell down. Are we good on 13? Yeah, we're good. Speaking of, episode 14, Physically Necrosis, opens up with Mayuri dying over and over again. Yep. 
we do get a really interesting shot of uh, her being gel in a wall. Which, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I wrote down gel. I feel like that's probably going to end up being nothing, but... Okay, I was just thinking if it was like one of those things like... You put her ass in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, maybe. <laughs> to, yeah, dude. To try to get her out of... <laughs> oh, so out of all this is happening, so Mary dying, the one thing I wanted to see was... Okabe call up now and he's like, hey, can you protect us? I know you're rich and you have bodyguards. Can you just come and protect us? I just wanted that fucking call. I know we is supposed to fucking die, but Nanyan is fucking grits. She has bodyguards. We could actually try to prevent this legitimately. Am I the only one that thought of that? I, yeah, I, yeah, you could do that, but I still think that yeah, she's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, she like, they're eating a salad and she chokes on a fucking grape. Or something like that. No, like, like terrorists anything. just come in and kill her. Like they shoot the bodyguards too. And we go through that a bunch. She dies again. Oka Bay has this whole thing of like, or the organization Stein's Gate fate. There's no such thing. Uh, he did resets again. Get, like yeah, yeah. Did anyone else get the vibe? I wrote this down at the end of thirteen. Like I kind of, I don't think I called it, but like he has to like change the world line, right? For this, yes. uh, well, he technically, to, yeah. So, do you think I instantly went to D mail, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we've been introduced. So, if he D mails and then has the world flip, do you think that's enough to keep Mayuri alive? I don't think so at this point. Well, I mean, it, I, I guess potentially, but also there's no way to know, and he would only get one shot, right? Uh, potentially because you, you don't know what's going to happen when you do that yeah you're and right that's just could, the world changing that's right because he's jumping world lines kind of yeah because we still to this like to this episode don't know if she's going to live oh yeah yeah which is kind of awesome <laughs> I mean like that's good writing I think yeah I mean hell I, I still think very very minuscule but I still think there's a chance she ends up dead I think she does too that would be real like fatalism and I'm here with you Makase or fuck off fatalism but <laughs> Uh, he does that. He jumps again, and he at this point he is just losing his mind, dude. Um, th- this version of Okabe is so good; it's so well done. And he's so many tight, weird angles of his face, his eyes and hair are always Bulging freaking out. out. Yep, so well done. And he messages Moeka to meet alone. <laughs> he holds her up with the remote. <laughs> if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. You don't show a fake remote oh gun God. in C one without using they it in Act Three. Remote gun. Oh, that was, yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> and then he takes her real gun. Um, he, he's like, who are you? She's like, part, this is my part-time job arc rewrite. Yeah. She's with an organization called Rounder. And she gives the reasons that he can't let, uh, basically she can't leave them alone because they learned something they can't know. They made a time machine and they want to publicly announce it. And then she adds on, FB is my... Or he says, who is FB? And she says, FB is my everything. Before Okabe gets knocked out and taken hostage. Because she got to click that send message on her mm-hmm. fucking phone. Should have taken it. Well, she already said it. <laughs> so just blast on the fucking face and run. Maybe do that. Have you tried killing her before this shit happens? She's the only one that knows, I bet. That's why they, uh, they time-locked us in 48 hours. Yeah. Also, there's definitely, like... A version of this where fucking hey visual novel again i bet there is a bad end where he is just stuck in this time loop 
because he can't, he tries literally everything and just like descends into madness and violence and full crazy and cannot save her no matter what she does or what he does. It just keeps going through over and over and over again. She's connected to CERN in a way that we don't know yet, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, in theory, she's a rounder, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, okay. He, I think he asked Moeka if she's John Titer, which we know she's not. And Okabe breaks down a big time in this van. He start, he's yelling like it was just a game. I was just curious. I was just fucking around. I won't say anything. I don't want to play this. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, that was a uh, very, very interesting scene. Yeah. Because when I, it literally in the scene, I had my, like, my mind was changing because I was like, oh, he's just trying to throw her off. And I was like, wait, no, this was actually just a game for him. Like, he's actually, like, serious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that kind of, I kind of had that real time realization. So he leaps again and he's not having a good time. And then Makase finds him. And he basically says, like, yeah, I'm time leaping. Bad shit is happening. It's my fault. Mayuri keeps dying. He basically tells her everything. Uh, And she wants to help. He's not having any of it. He's being sad boy Okabe. And then Makase does the most adorable thing that has happened in this series so far. Oh, this is how you write a scene, fellas. This is how you write a scene. Uh, She (laughs) starts calling herself a bad scientist playing Okabe's little game movement, she does a pose and does a laugh and the oh, way the laugh so trails off she's like Christ what am I doing I do love the pose the pose was fantastic coming out of fall oh it's such a good motivation scene yes but that's not how you touch hands though guys we gotta work on that well I think the thing is there like he was a little bit on board and but he wasn't fully because you can kind of see that he like pulls back a couple of times and she keeps forcing her hand into his it looks like they were trying to warm up to touching a pet, to like finally petting the cat. That <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it was a little bit of that, and that was actually probably the correct way to read it. But sure, I mean, I, I just thought it was kind of fun. Like, I don't. I think after that scene, you don't necessarily need that weird hand scene. But like, I, I thought so I'm just I'm just gonna make fun of it. <laughs> I like the weird hand scene still. Um, and before we move on, do you guys think the the scene we saw about I don't know six times in the past two episodes where. The bullet train is white. Do you yeah. think that's going to have anything? No. Because they keep running by the mom and the daughter, and she's like, it's a bullet train. And she's like, no, honey, the bullet trains are white or whatever. I, I think it was probably just a device to, you know, whenever you get a time loop thing, there's always the mundane things that repeat over and over. I think it was just one of those. No, I think they changed it up. I think whenever he dives into the 1%, the bullet trains are going to be yellow now or something weird like that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I could totally see, like, a callback later, yeah. but... I don't think it's going to be important. I want it. I It'll want just be a detail leap. change. Timely back to the writers and make them put it in there for me. No, 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 no. I bet whenever we hit that 1%, we're going to get that fucking kid saying, and we're probably like, oh my gosh, it worked. And then later on through that episode, we figure out they actually worked. Oh, like where she's like, the bullet train is white. And we're like, fuck, we didn't actually do anything. And then they actually yeah. there. So do you, do you think we get like, we get a bit of our final leap, like our, la- our last ditch Hail Mary but somehow the divergence counter breaks. No, I don't so we don't know. Because mm, no, otherwise, I could just read that. Oh, it might fall down. You might be right about that. I do like that thing. Or, or like we, we, like the part of it breaks, but not fully. So they see it and think like, "What? It's only at like point zero 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 one percent. We, we didn't do it. We failed, guys." 
And then or, it's like, know, but Bron- the bullet trade, and Okabe's like, hold on. Or, you know, Bronn's daughter's like, or Okabe's holding on to it in front of a subway, and Bronn's daughter, like, wants to go touch it, so she pushes <laughs> it off in front of a fucking moving train. Yeah. Time. yeah. I'm Something clinging like that. to that theory but, still. But then the bullet train is, like, black instead. It might be there. Okabe is remotivated with Makase's help, and they're making their plans. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, they're making their plans, and Makase said, like, okay. Obviously, when you go back, I'll believe you because I made it and I'm so great and cool and awesome. <laughs> but just in case. But just in case, let's make a code word. I really want a fork. Because <laughs> I already have a spoon. It's like a spoon? He's like, never, never mind. Is that is that supposed to be something? I don't think so. Okay. That was just, that was, I think that was uh, no. more part of just the cutie part of what's going on right now in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I really like the line. I was just wondering if that was a thing that I just don't know of. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I thought I figured it was just more her being weird and awkward. Yeah. Oh, and and she has a real because Okabe up to this point has been calling her Karisu, and she has a little kind of muttered, sad like. Oh, but I I won't remember that. I won't remember Karisu though. Yeah. We get sent back in time again to the cosplay scene where um, Mayuri is finishing the cosplay and like Michael saying you should wear. It. And Okabe immediately yells like, hey, we're done for the day. Everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> so he goes to uh, his meeting with Makase at a restaurant she's definitely not a regular at. No. <laughs> definitely not a regular at. Uh, and they, they have the whole conversation. He's like, he basically says he's for the future. She is not buying it. Of course not. <laughs> and then he reminds her about the fork. She's like, man, fuck future me. God damn it. <laughs> Why would she say that? That was funny. Fuck future me, damn it. Yeah. But she's in. Because obviously there's no way he would know that. Um, and we get a shot of Amani eavesdropping, which I guess eventually amounts to nothing. Well, I think that kind of showed... Because she, she opens up to them, right? Uh, Not here. Yeah, shortly after. That's yeah, they, they, they didn't time travel after this. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. She does come in a yeah, little later. Yeah, because the next thing is she overheard that, and then the next thing is Divergence 1%, all the meter, all that stuff is next. So I think that this was just oh, to yeah. establish, like, okay, so they know quite a bit, so now I can, you know, I can tell them. Yeah. yeah, That's what right. that seemed like to me anyway. But first, we get a big discussion about causality and how Makase is basically explained to Okabe that she's like, I don't believe in fatalistic or fatalism. I don't believe in fate, all that nonsense. There's something that is ca- the cause of Mayuri getting killed over and over again. We just need to figure out what that is and change it. Um, yep. And this is where I'm like, the cause is Okabe. The cause is Okabe, guys. <laughs> the way they like the frame it and the way they keep saying it, like, man, I wonder what the cause of Mayuri dying over and over. It must be something like consistent, right? It's Okabe. It's Okabe. Oh, um, I know this is. I forgot to talk about this at the very beginning, but there was that scene when um when everybody's together, Daru and Makase, I guess they're finishing up, and Daru's like, "Oh, um, what's it called?" I he's like, "Oh, you guys got me in like the worst time. I have to do that one choice, and if you guys hold out or something like that." But he's like, uh, "It's just meta because he's talking about a visual novel, but he has to make a choice." Oh yeah, yeah, it's just meta. That's I didn't all. Catch that? Yeah, it's just a meta thing. What a nod! What a nod to the yeah. visual novel. Yep. Um, yeah. Then then Namana interrupts and she explains the the world line beta, world line alpha thing using her two grappling hooks because why would you only have one grappling hook? 
And do we need to go into that? Again? Yeah, we, we kind of already talked about this. I don't think we need to retread it, right? Uh, the only thing I do want to talk about in this scene is the divergence meter gets introduced. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, whatever, I forgot the name of the tubes. And he was like, those are good tubes. And he goes, well, you made it. Or she said, well, it's because you made it. Yeah. Um, do you guys know what's the three events that would uh, cause the thing to change? Uh, I don't know if they would cause the I, events to change. They said it, but I forgot. Is it's, that what uh, it was? Yeah, it's the three events. is the golf ball, Y2K, and the time machine. Because mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that's the question I had. So so they, they specifically said those are the three events that would cause currently other events to change. Yeah, or those those would be three events that had decisions big enough that changing them could uh, jump from alpha to beta. Yeah, interesting to, to break through the one percent divergence. Okay, I was I rewound that scene twice, and I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" I just was brain farting. Yeah, it's just to change um not timelines, but change the alpha beta whatever it's called. Because I wrote down Gulf War, Y two K, and Time Machine, but. I, I was, dude, that was so weird. I was on board with all of like the, okay, I get the alpha, beta, beta and the little ropey shit. You know, everything goes to the same point, but you can't jump lines. And, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm with you. And then they're like, go for Y2K time machine. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. And then also she is John Titer. She is John Titer. They don't do that. Oh, they, yeah, they do that. The variant. Yeah. The Actually, variant. yeah, because the rest yeah. of my notes are on the timeline shit. So yeah, she is John yeah. Titer. Yeah, they go up to the time machine, don't they? Yep. Oh, no, it's funny because she puts up both the grappling hooks and she presents the grappling hook to Marcus and she's like, I, I can't climb a rope. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. And she just climbs up and opens up the door and they both walk up to the time machine. Um, is this the first time they also mentioned that 2036 is where like everything is where everyone's coming from? Yeah, yeah. that's where she's from. I mean, that's, oh, what, that's the first time they mentioned where she's from, but they've mentioned 2036 as being like the bad year multiple times. Okay, yeah. okay. You know, we have to watch this again in 2036, right, guess. <laughs> Whether or not we're together, do, do, we have to watch this scene in the 20s. I bet that. I bet a lot of people are going to do that. I hope so. I will be one of them. Are we good on episode 14? Yep. Episode 15 Missing Link Necrosis. Uh, we get a little bit about 2036, it being the dystopia ruled by CERN. Amane is part of a resistance. Uh, the time machine that she came here in was left to her by her father. This also very good scene, dude. Makase yes, killed me in these episodes. Yes, it is. Um, they're talking about John Titer, and Makase's like, wait, but I spent all this time like fucking arguing with him about his future stuff. And they're like, wait, wait so that means you're chestnut racing Kamehameha? <laughs> wow. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, I was hoeing. We know. Like, we know. <laughs> yeah, we both know. Uh, and we do get a mention of the pen again, also. I think that was some foreshadowing about this episode. Pen? After she was doing the 2036, you know, running oh, from people, pin. shooting back. Yeah, the pen. Sorry, right. I thought you were saying pen. 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 Oh, like, what did I think? Pen. I thought you were saying pen. Jesus. I don't know. But yeah, we saw the pin, which, I mean, to me, that kind of gave me the vibe. Like, okay, we're going to learn more about her. Yeah. But no. Also, I love the fact that Marcus says, like, oh, it's really weird the fact that a resource company would take over the world. We have seen this happen so many times where a resource company takes over the world. Yeah, she's, she's young and naive. And she watches anime. What, is she, what does she mean? She can't believe this shit. Everybody knows anime is true. We know, know there's time travel stuff that's one. happened in real life. We're, we're yeah. Put our fucking flag down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of dossier is that fucking question? 
I just love the nickname of Chestnut Rice. <laughs> Chestnut Rice and Kamehameha. <laughs> I, I want to know what that means. Uh, Chestnut Rice, I, looked at, I did look that up. It's just a dish. Yeah, but why is that her name? I don't know. Is it because she has red hair? I think so. Uh, I don't... I mean, chestnuts aren't red, are they? All right, this is the most important mystery of this <laughs> show, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Googling furiously. Oh, you're going to fucking spoil it for yourself on fucking podcast. Why, dude, what, if this is a spoiler, I deserve it. Oh, shit, dude. Is that for real? What? That's did- fucking hilarious if this guy's correct. So I found this dude's Tumblr who's explaining it. Um, he says, so if we take the original Japanese of chestnut rice and Kamehameha, it translates into uh, curry gohan in Kamehameha. Curry Gohan is the first part of Krillin and Gohan, obviously from Dragon Ball Z. Because, um, and so Chestnut Rice, um, and, you know, Toriyama names his characters after food. I'm pretty sure Gohan just means rice. <laughs> so, yeah, her name is just a DBZ reference. Oh, really? That's great, actually. Oh, I bet the curry. Oh, fuck, the, not Krillin, you dumbass. The curry probably comes from her name. Because her Curiosa. name is Kurisu. So she probably pulled oh the curry from her own God. name, added it to Gohan to make it chestnut rice. <laughs> and Kamehameha, that's hilarious. Uh, Makase worked with CERN. She was the mother of time travel. Okabe was a famous terrorist, and they're both dead in 2036. I was saying, Okabe is a terrorist. Makes sense. My yeah, uh, take here is that they took each other out. Or at least o- Okabe killed Makase in 2036. M- Murder-suicide. Or, or, like, he died in the process of killing her somehow. Amade's original plan was to go back to 1975 to find an IBN 5100 to get to to get that to Okabe. So she's going to do that in her time machine now. But, oh, no, it's broken. And, uh-oh, who's that coming to stop us? Is it Moeka and her rounders? Are they going to start blasting again? No, <laughs> find out next guards. time on. <laughs> and, of course, to distract them, Okabe LARPs. <laughs> Oh this my is god! Level so dumb. Top secret equipment. <laughs> I love how he's just like, <laughs> and now we go, we go this way. <laughs> so dumb. He so basically dumb. yells at the guys, "Follow me," and they do. <laughs> now we go this way. So fucking stupid. But I think we have a really cool, sincere thing after that, though. Uh oh, between Amane and Makase. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, is it is it under the context of why are you helping me or something like that or uh kind of yeah but she's well, just or, like, or it's not that member. like she extends her hand and Amane just like looks at her I think and she's like I'm a lab member just like you yeah like I don't know what I did in the future but we're here right now so yeah that's pretty cool we're losing lab members like crazy dude they all run and escape um we learn that they can only go 48 hours back using the time leap well we kind of knew that. Yeah, but this is where they establish it, I think. Because they're like, oh, the time machine's broken. She sees the time leaping. Mayuri and Daru show up, <laughs> get yelled at, and leave. Because <laughs> Okape is basically just like, give me the groceries, fuck off. <laughs> um, and they come up with the plan to go back, to jump back two hours, to or five hours, or whatever he has been jumping back, jump back to that point, and then jump back 48 more hours to get as much time as possible. Yeah. Um, which I, I do really like the device of like, oh, we're limited by when they finished the machine, so they can't find a way to just keep going further back. Like, they're actually yeah. stuck within that constraint. I would love, if anyone out there has it, I know it's going to be, like I said, fucking four months from now, but if anyone has like a 
interview or anything of like, because I, I love, I would want to be in the writer's room like a fucking fly on the wall listening to them talk about like, okay, what we're going to do is give us the 48 hour restraint to write the story like that. Because they, I mean, you technically don't have to do that, right? Well, you do, because otherwise you invite the, well, why not just go further back? And you have to give a reason of why you can't go further back. But I think I would just love to be there listening to them to figure that out or decide that. Mm. What were the thought process going by, like the behind the scenes thought process of, you know, just like figuring all that kind of like, <laughs> I imagine that that wasn't a day thing, that that took like a week or so to figure out how they were going to do that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Again, especially since it was conceived as a visual novel, which is like all about winding paths and different stories and shit like if you were to just play the visual novel and not watch the anime you could completely miss out on the character stories entirely if you didn't feel like playing those routes or something yeah so anyway they have gone back in time to give themselves two full days to repair the time machine uh they assemble everyone at the time machine daru in order to complete it demands a day-long date with ferris nyan which Okabe promises he can deliver, just believe in him, he can do anything. And then Mayuri suggests they look for Romane's dad. <laughs> Don't worry, guys, investigate Mayuri is on the case. Wouldn't she like, I'll be the lead detective or some shit? <laughs> yeah, just runs uh, off. You uh, you have to go finish the time leap thing. You're going to fix the time machine, and I'll go find her dad. Yeah. That's um, such a Mayuri thing to do, too. <laughs> especially with her, uh, let's say, questionable methods of doing so. <laughs> but uh, Daru gets inside the time machine he's like oh this looks like our phone microwave cool I could probably do this oh and that's when I realized he was the father yep I'm like oh yep that's the dad okay yeah, same. that makes sense got some major vibes so a beautiful thing I written down was the Daru Suza uh, Suza what's her name Suza huh? Suzuhara Suzuhara I think is her the full okay. name and then I put, is it too obvious for, like, either Okave or fucking, heaven forbid, Daru to be her dad right here? No, I think it was supposed to definitely be one of those two. Especially once, I don't remember when they do it, but once we see the FG, like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. as soon as we see the FG, it's like, future catching, fucking course. Oh, no, I I didn't, I got that, aw. Oh, yeah, Dad Mayuri, (laughs) fucking... Sherlock it to you. Yeah, I, I had, I had, I had to see Mayuri Colombo it for me. But the, uh, to Daru's credit, he does actually have a pretty nice scene with Amane here, where she talks about her dad and just kind of opens up to him a little, and he gets serious and doesn't say weird stuff. I thought he says something weird in the end. Ah, uh, no, he does after he finds out he's her dad. Then he gets fucking weird. Uh, it, it's know. it's like the it's the least weird statement that Daru has meant for it to be weird. If you follow okay. that logic. Yeah. Cause I uh, yeah, if you want we can go and tackle it now if you want. He just says like I think yeah, they they embrace and he's like, what's uh or what's your mother like? Is she like cute with like a small face and big tits or something like that? Basically. And uh she she kind of laughs it off and goes, I'll leave it as a surprise. Yeah. Then we go back to the apartment. With uh, Makase and Okabe, Makase finds another one of their um, future <laughs> gadgets. She finds future gadget two version like three point two point six seven two point six seven version two. And Okabe's like, "Yeah, that was the only one we made." <laughs> I don't know. Dar- I let Dar- I let Dar- Dar- name it. But also, <laughs> it's it's basically a drone, like a camera drone. 
And she's like, that's actually a really good invention. Can we use it? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, he just says, like, so matter of fact, like, the camera also spins rapidly when you're using it. So <laughs> the images come up later. You're like, what the fuck? It's so fucking good. Is that the one you prefaced earlier as your favorite invention? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Because <laughs> I had the same reaction of like, oh, that could be neat. And they said, so I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> you guys are actually actively useless. You're trying at this point. Amane gives him the divergence meter on the roof and says that she never met Okabe, um, even though he started the resistance. And Okabe has a thing of like, see, even in the future, I'm some clown just playing games and having fantasies. And Amane yells back at him saying the resistance wasn't stupid. Like you were actually trying honestly and sincerely to change the world. And it's a good thing. At this point, Okabe gets real invested in looking for her dad. They go around looking, showing everyone the pin. Everyone is shaking their head. He shows it to a cat. Uh, the man decides the cat. he should ask a cat. Yep. yep. The cat does not seem to have any pertinent information. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to the pin merchant, and Okabe tries English and has the best delivery on son of a bitch I've ever heard. <laughs> and why he says that, I have no idea. Hi, mister. I'm mad scientist. It's so cool. Son of a bitch. <laughs> So good. He's like, oh, you can speak English? I mean, you can speak Japanese? <laughs> I know okay. the guy's Japanese isn't very good. <laughs> yeah. It was all around a fantastic scene. Yes. Oh, it's funny because I looked on I looked um on the episode and it says um in the English version, Okabe tries to speak jive to the guy. Oh, that sounds that's... like it probably ages really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a fact that Okabe goes to another person and spots, starts talking to him in American because of skin color. Right? That's kind of... Well, no, he had more than... Yeah, he, he gave off American vibes, right? I think so. No, no. I don't think so. He could have he been Brazilian. But I, I guarantee if anything's not going to age well, it's it's going to be that. Yeah. I mean, look, you see a black dude in anime, it, they, they're American. Uh, I think you are right about that. <laughs> I am. Uh, Amane decides that she wants to give up looking for her dad. Okabe is not having it. He's like, fuck you trying to give up. You don't, we're, we're all looking for your dad. You don't get to give up. We're going to find them for you because you're a lab member and we're all pals now. Hell yeah. And I feel like kind of he was talking about, <laughs> he was kind of talking to himself here about, you know, not giving up. Because friendship. Yeah. Uh, and then. Mayuri being very helpful has made some wanted so posters. I love this scene. This is such a good scene. It's delightful. <laughs> yep. She makes her wanted posters with the badge saying that he's kidnapped somebody. Her poster is done in crayon and has like animals and stuff drawn on it. It's very she's good. Out to everybody. She describes the plan to Okabe and she's like, yes, I did good, right? He's like, but what about police? Police. Oh, I forget. I did. I didn't write what she calls it, but I did love the name of it. It was like find operation, find her dad with Mayuri's awesome flyers or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't write down the operation. It was something but she, stupid but like she that. Did name really it, yeah. Uh, yeah, then they run from the police. <laughs> Makase comes in after they've escaped, and she's like, "Guys, I got bad news. I heard some people talking. I think Amane's dad is a kidnapper. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Because <laughs> I got the bad dude. <laughs> and they all just laugh, right? Yeah. Because she has no clue what's going on, but they they know what's going on. 
She's busy making that time leap device just in case we fail. <laughs> yeah, uh, we see that the time machine is almost done. I, I literally wrote, don't let Daru be the dad. <laughs> uh, Amane gives Okabe her, hey, I'm really glad I met you guys speech. And hey, if it wasn't clear that Amane is not coming back, this is the speech that solidifies that. Even though they explicitly like establish it in the next episode, I believe. Pretty quickly, but this is the kind of speech a character gives before they are killed or leave forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, then the guy calls about the pin, and Okabe takes off. We got a lead, boys. Anything else on episode 15? Um, I think I'm going to say this point now. Not specifically episode 15, but kind of the past uh, three episodes. I guess, yeah, up until this point, the past three episodes. This seems like as far-fetched as, you know, the concept, at least at this time in our lives, time travel is, right? It seems really realistic. What do you mean? Right? And relatable for the most part? Like, if, like, so, in terms of the, the science that they've, they've, they, we, we've kind of been established in the, in their boundaries of how their science works, right? Mm-hmm. It is like, it may not necessarily be fate, it's more of like a, that we're kind of assuming it's a causation factor. So we until we find out what causes Mary to die, he's gonna no matter what keep going back, right? <clears throat> until likely, we can yes. find a more permanent solution. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this situation, this is what anyone would do. Like I, I given you know humanity, I think like ninety percent of people are are gonna be doing the same thing he's doing, right? Yeah, probably. And that's kind of that's kind of my whole point in that situation is like the fact that they're going like. Constant time leaps until there's a way to attempt to make a permanent solution, and you still have an out with the time leap later. And uh, I'm just kind of digging that, like the relatableness of this. <laughs> the relatableness. The relatablenessness. <laughs> uh huh. Like, because uh, I, I don't use realistic; it's just relatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, sure. it's it's. It's. I feel like this, and and to have a story about time leaping. <laughs> And the ability to talk to yourself in the past and have it also be able to use an adjective like relatable. I didn't write it here because I knew I had to write one more episode, but I think this is where I would have written I'm fully in. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree in that, especially the way the show starts off. All these characters are just these kind of off the wall, larger than life people as we get introduced to them. And then as we learn more and more about them, they're just bored. Yeah, they're more scared. They're, they're just grounded in, for the most part. Yeah, they they feel like very, again, I don't want to say realistic because they are cartoon characters, yeah. ultimately. And they're, they're always going to have exaggerated personalities in that respect. But as far as you can get with like realistic interpretations while still catering to the medium, I think Steins Gate gets really close. Yeah, I, I know we're going to tackle that again after the end of this episode, but I just wanted to mention like that's that's where I made my like, I'm in. Sure. Episode 16, Sacrificial Necrosis. The word, the title of this one got me real scared. (laughs) Also did not love the through line of the use of necrosis. Because that doesn't sound good. I mean, necrosis is bad. Hard agree. So Okabe is, we pick up right where we left off. Okabe is running to meet the dude. Uh, He's on the phone literally the entire time until he gets to him, which is nice. Uh, and then the guy describes the guy, the person who 
commissioned the pin as barrel or balloon-like and called himself Taru, which, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Any hope I had was shattered immediately. I I am kind of curious why they tried to, like, red herring this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. My first note was, I was a fool. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, there there was a little bit. But it took up time for no reason. Like the, the characters have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, they wanted Daru to. They wanted us to see him. Like he's not a complete piece of shit. He's like seventy thirty, right? Seventy being a complete piece of shit, and thirty percent like. And we just don't get to see the thirty until these last two episodes. Uh, but if you guys are good with this, is there anything particular in the scene you wanted to discuss? Uh, nope. Next, I have his word. Going back to jumping again. I got a problem with this uh, this red herring scene. Oh, right, so when did Daru put this fucking pin order in? It started a week ago, right? Yeah. So Daru did no. It wasn't a week ago. It, I thought I thought the guy said he couldn't do it in a week. Like it wasn't a couple of days. Well, because they can like. Hmm. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think what had ha- I could be wrong, but I, it doesn't it doesn't really matter that much. But Daru showed up and said, hey, can I get a pin made like this? And then he was going to, like, just make something up about her father so that way she's not unhappy. You know, because he's not showing up for whatever reason. So Daru showed up and he was like, hey, pin merchant, can you make this? And then, he, or can you find someone that can make this? And then Daru shows up the next day and uh, the guy was like, it would take a week. And then, okay, well, she's going to be gone. So never mind. There's no point in doing this. And then that's when Okabe was like, okay, well, if he showed up like a day before, we can just time warp back and I can stalk him, which is what we see happen. And then he has the scene with Daru and that's when... Oh, okay, that makes... uh, Yeah, Okabe was like, hey, why are you doing this? And he's like, well, I just wanted to have something about her, you know, about her father. And he goes, well, wouldn't it be better if it was true? Oh my gosh, that's so stupid. It's so convoluted for no reason. Okay. That one kind of is, and I do agree because I even wrote down, did we time time leap just... For this? And the answer, I think, is yes, because I forgot. I didn't even see the time limit. Okay. That makes complete sense, dude. That makes complete sense. Okay. But that's really all I got until uh, I didn't write a whole lot this this episode because I was very much fucking like I I was watching. Oh, no, dude. I I have one note in this um, episode, which was I was fooled. And then the red herring got me because I was right, though. Yeah, so I I think less uh, about the Daru stuff. The point of having that time leap is... I think there is a brief scene with Amane that I didn't write, but it goes more into the thing of if he does this time leap, all this other stuff that has happened with Amane previously is going to be lost. And he's, and it's him willing to sacrifice that to help her find her dad before she has to leave. Right. Like he, he's now, they successfully built a time machine. She's ready to go, but Okabe is now so committed to finding her dad that he's willing to do all that stuff again. Okay, it just really confused me. That's all. I know what you're saying, though, that he's willing to do everything yeah. over again. Okay. Um, and then we learn, you know, the time machine can only travel backwards. This is where I had a brief glimmer of hope that maybe Amane was actually like Daru's grandparent or something. <laughs> but no, of course not. Can't have it. We got a couple of repeat scenes of the time machine goodbye. Now knowing this time that it's goodbye forever. And Amane... Want to shout out to the music during these scenes? Uh, yeah, shout out to the music. Like, fucking through all this, dude. The, um... Stein's Gate, the, uh... 
the the gate of Steiner or whatever, like the, the constant theme that runs through so much of the other music in this show is so good, dude. Like, Okabe and Amane have, you know, kind of a nice scene of like, even though he doesn't really want to go, they understand each other. They, he, he does a thing of like, do you have any regrets from all this? Like, are, are you good? Have you made peace with all the stuff you've done here? And she's in very high spirits about it. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do my thing and you're going to change the fucking future. Let's go. Yeah, we are. Hit that button. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mane is deciding when to go to, like <laughs> what what holiday to go to. And there's a great conversation of, I think Mayuri is trying to help. Or no, I think it's Daru. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you could go back to this festival. It'd be much easier to make friends. <laughs> and that's when we get the uh, FG204 for the time machine name. Uh, as Mayuri is just like looking around. And Okabe and Makase bring in Amane's bike so she can take it back with her. Which is weird. Uh, and then, yep, her dad's daughter. Good job. Mayuri gives us her, <laughs> her, uh, her drawing room speech. But... Mayuri, the smartest person mm-hmm. in the room. Right, uh, that is Daru. Um, Amane and Daru pretty quickly <laughs> embrace it after Daru says some weird shit. And like you said, Amane is going to keep them on a secret. <laughs> and then, dude, I freaking love her exit line of C in 35 years. <laughs> It'll only be a couple hours for you guys, but. We'll see you in 35 years. Yeah. And then I wrote, bye, Amane. Because <laughs> I knew we were gonna, never going to see her again. I really want to see her as an old person. Oh, you can. Just look at Moeka. <laughs> dude, that... What the hell she is that? not Moeka, dude. There is no way that sees that. First of all, Moeka wears glasses. She doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. Uh, it's completely unheard of to gain 30 years and have to wear glasses. No, dude, if you're not There's born no with glasses, way. you don't use glasses. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Both of my parents had glasses the past 10 years. Yeah, dude, There's that's no way insane. That's worse than my theory. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, dude. You say that like you're somehow going to be vindicated and everyone knows you won't be. Yeah, did you? <laughs> nah, dude. Not, not at all, but I'm going to die on this hill, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> we come back to current time. Let's call it that. Mayuri then realized like, oh, the badge is everyone's initials. Could be a lab member badge. Let's make a lab member's badge. I wrote that shit down earlier, like the OSHM, and I was like, hold on, is that everyone? <laughs> I was like, no one's fucking A. So I was like, no, it's not. Uh yeah, they do their lab member badge, but the divergence meter hasn't changed. We see. Yep. Mr. Braun delivers a note from Amane and says, She's someone who once took care of me. And she died ten years ago. And then, holy fuck, this letter, you guys. Yeah, this was, was good. this was, was a letter. So good. <laughs> oh man, it, she she writes, "I failed like a hundred times." Fuck. No, dude. When she went back to time, she lost her memory, which is so messed up. Yeah, she forgot who she, who she was for like I think she said until up a until, year yeah, ago, until last until year. year before, so yeah. for twenty four years up to her death. She didn't know who until one year before her death. She had no idea who she was, or she forgot she was, you know, on this mission. At yeah, least. she forgot. And Bond's like, and then and then year ago she went crazy, like she like started like, I guess being crazy. I don't know why. Yeah, because everything flooded back to her, and she realized that she failed everything that she was supposed to do. The the letter is punctuated with her saying, "My life was wasted." God, what a dude, line, man. 
Talk about a goddamn bad end. Yep. Uh, yeah, she was mentally unstable for a year, and she learned that she, or we learned that she hung herself. Okabe is going to send a email, and Mayuri is like basically saying, "Hey, don't work. If you do that, we're going to forget all this stuff with Amane." And he's, he, he basically, everyone but Okabe will effectively lose Amane by him yeah. doing that. But man, nah, he presses that button. He does it. Dude, he has to, right? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. I mean, and whether I don't, I don't think this is about like the divergence, though. No, yeah, he has to. There's no like, there's no option. There's no option for him not to do it. He has to do this. Yeah, I think no, it has to be divergence too. I mean, whether or not he's thinking that, but it, for us, like, it has to be for the divergence because the divergence never changed. And what what can he do in the next in the past forty eight hours now that she's gone that would change anything? This is not even last 48 hours. This is well for them. It's the last four hours, but he can only go back 48 hours of the world line. Yeah, so he he could no, theoretically. No, he sends a email. Jump? He sends a email. Oh right. He sends a email to tell him not to uh, not to fuck up um, uh, Anami's um, uh, departure yeah. because oh, is that what the email was? Yeah, yeah. Because because if she leaves on her time machine like she was supposed to, she. Um, let's go. Her time machine would not have got flooded because the whole thing is her time machine got flooded because of the rainstorm. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, because they made a big point about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, for- yeah. I just kind of forgot about the demo thing. And that's why they can't just go back in time like two hours and try and fix things better, or two days and try and fix things better. He has to go all the way back. It has to be a demo. Yeah, yeah. Okabe really fucked up that that time. Like we was wondering what was the repercussions of Amani staying, and that was the repercussions was. Um, what's yeah, called yeah, yeah. that she was not able to go back in time to fix the thing that's that she wasn't supposed to fix it. Oh boy, monkey's on it today, dude. I'm always on it, dude. Mm-hmm. Just call me a cat on catnip. All right, so then we get the next. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, he he goes or he sends it, and you know, Amani never stops. So everyone but Okabe. It forgets Amane. Amane forgets all of them. And but the divergence meter does change. It goes up like from point, point three to point four. So they did change something. They changed something a little bit, but they haven't changed it where Mario can live. So I do have two well, we don't know yet yet. Well, no, Meyer well, yeah, theoretically though. Oh no, hold on. I thought they have to go to the one percent divergence to get hold to change. Well, yeah, we we actually don't know if that's true or not yet. So, yeah, here's here's the two points I want to bring up. <laughs> so they went from point three is something 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 to point four. Uh, I think it was like point four zero something something. Yeah. And so the only things that we know have changed, well, actually quite a bit. We guys discussed the only thing that we haven't discussed yet is she. So she didn't commit suicide in this, right? This time she died of illness. Yes. This is a fucked up way to go. Like she's like fifty, right? When this happened, fifty. Yeah, she's fifty something. I think. Yeah, it happens. Also, I went to see the adult hole. Like I just went to see her growing up, but I just couldn't get that either. I think that you know it kind of feeds into what they've been doing these four episodes. Like they changed it so Amane doesn't have the worst possible life, but she still dies at the same time. So that's the second point. Perfect. I wanted to bring up. Is though even though we've changed it point zero one, we still don't know if that changes Mayuri's death, right? Right. And well, I guess we'll talk about that in a second. But well, I mean, I'm down right now, right? Because just... no, I mean, we're pretty much done with this, so I think we wrap the episode and then we can circle back to that point. Oh, for me, that was the end of the episode. But yeah, we can go ahead. Um. So, so I mean, still to be noted that he was still talking to Braun about it. Um. Braun 
kind of had the same relationship with Mane. Um, he lives in her house because uh, his burned down. And Amane leaves Mr. Braun with the line, everyone gets help sometime in their life, so someday you should help someone too, which is a nice sentiment. And that's why, I mean, I guess theoretically that's why he decides to help out Okabe. And this time Braun gives Okabe the divergence meter, says that basically on her hospital bed, Amane kept asking about it, being like, did it change? Did I change anything? Yeah. Uh, The trains are working, we learn. As Okabe runs back into the lab, trying to figure out what's going on with Mayuri. And we see Mayuri take a little nap on the couch. Uh, we see the we see the hourglass that was previously frozen has drained. And I think the biggest hint is the trains are back. Mm. Mm, indeed, sir. Are you talking about the black trains? Yeah, I might break protocol and watch the first five minutes and then finish the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to binge now so fucking bad. Bro, same. Dude, I heard, I heard rewatching is actually really good. Dude, like, I'm, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to rewatch all 27 without taking notes, and I'm just going to fucking... 24. Just, oh, Plus an 24 OVA. and just bathe in it. And then they end us on the line, has my Yuri been saved? And so now we can go back to that point of... I guess we'll... we'll just a real quick yes, no. Do we think my Yuri's been saved? I don't know. I think as of as of right now, she is saved from her dying immediately, but I think she's gonna die still in this timeline. I don't know. I think they did this on purpose. I think they um there's no Amane, right? She's died mm-hmm. twice in this world line. And I think that that hints that Mayuri's not coming back, but then they say something like the trains or whatever. So like I think it's a toss up. Okay. I think based on those two facts of information that were given, I think it is a toss up. I think we're not supposed to know yet, but I, but, I, I mean, could obviously, I said, what do you think? Oh, fair enough. Uh, you got to guess, yes or no? Do you think she's saved? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, for me, then that would be a no. I think I'm leaning no as well. I think we're going to get out of this 48 hours we've been stuck in, and then she gets killed again, or something like that. Yeah. Like, I think time is going to move forward. I don't think she's out of danger, but I think this loop is broken. Yeah, I think this loop is broken, but I think she's going to die. Oh, I see. So we're going to like, okay, so we continue out of the 48-hour loop, and then something else happens where she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, So Owens, Owens has the same thing as I, I like do. That's a diff- yeah, you even mentioned that. I was like, oh, I feel like that's a different question then. Eh. I mean, to oh, be fair, okay. you did say, do you think Mayuri died? But No, I said it's saved. Because we know she's not dead yet. So the answer then, specifically, you think she's saved from the initial loop, but she's still in danger. That's what I think, yes. Okay, well, fuck. That's not a yes or no answer. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Does that, would, would you have given a different answer? Uh, probably not. I would have said yes either way. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> um, so extending that question out, I think, um, we think the 1%... Like, like it, it ultimately culminates with the 1% pushing or, or pushing over into the 1% say, is what saves Mayuri's life, or do we think the 1%? Well, the 1% is obviously uh, to diverge from CERN taking over, right? The yeah, 1% isn't is. saving Mayuri's life. I think that I think that's what Okabe's thing is, is he has to figure out a way to make it where CERN doesn't... Um, yeah, so that, that was a pointless anymore. question. Never mind. Um, yeah. Well, I got one then. I mean, yeah, on, on kind of that uh, ideal train. 
Uh, I well, so it's it's more of an update. So uh, we kind of touched it earlier. Do we think that Mayuri, like only one can live, kind of thing? I de- I don't know that it's a one can live thing. If I had to guess right now, I think it's a one has to die thing. That that's kind of what. I, yeah. Well, I think I think it's between the three. Oh, I see. I see. But we haven't gotten major Makase vibes yet, right? We've only well, seen she died her in the first die, episode. Well, we've seen technically we've only seen her die twice, right? Yes. But we've seen Mayuri die fucking blood times, like, you know, over 10. Yeah, but th- th- that's a time loop thing. That's not a that's not a new death. Um, yeah, I'm just saying based on the information provided. I guess that's kind of hard, but yeah. I mean, for, from a metatextual perspective, I think we come back to Makase dying in the first episode. Like, that has to be a plot point. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Owens. I think, I think Makase has to die. That, no, that's not what I said. Don't put don't don't put that on me. I don't think Makase has to die. In fact, I don't think Makase does die. I absolutely think it's between the other two. Makase is the cop out. No, dude, I think Makase dies. I think he's the only one that needs to die in this one. Just like, just give my go Mayuri a chance. Just give him a chance. <laughs> I think Monkey's gonna be severely disappointed. <laughs> this fucking new girl just comes into the fucking lab and gets Okabe all for himself for herself. No, dude, Mayuri needs a chance. I think in the back eight episodes, there's definitely a way they can write this, that killing Makase is a satisfying conclusion. But as it stands, I think that's a shit ending. I would be severely disappointed if it went that way. Nessie has to die to make sure the time machine doesn't happen. Yeah. I can't I can't see Okobe and I can't see Mayuri dying because Okobe is trying so hard to keep Mayuri alive. That's exactly why it would make it more sad. Yeah. Like I mean, the the whole I mean the whole trend. Let, okay, let's talk about the trend up to this point uh, with the other lab members, um, and the stakes have been ramping. Um, oh yeah. With Ferris, she got her dad back, but she lost the culture that she loved and built up. Um, Ruka became a girl, but didn't really lose, lose anything. anything from what I could tell. Yeah. So that one, I, Ruka is a weird one because I think we are done with both those characters, but. Ruka feels like very underutilized or underexplained. I'm sure there's more in the visual novel, but what we got, I don't really. I feel like I'm missing something almost, unless we learn later. Um, I don't know. To me, it's season throwaway character. Ever since he began on the screen, an exorcist. I was like, how is this walking time thing? But whatever. Um, Amane. Now we have. Um, she got to go back in time. She got her, she completed her mission successfully, but her existence to has basically her has effectively been erased. She never spent any time with the lab. Okabe is the only one who remembers. Did they, uh, I'm sorry. I must admit, did they get the 5,100 at the end? I don't think so. I think what's her name is going to drop it off for them. I think. Yeah. I think they're probably going to get it. But they did not get it. Okay, so yeah, so that hasn't been... So in this timeline, it has not been unresolved yet in our current timeline. Right. At the end of the episode. So, okay, okay. But but Amane, you know, her time machine wasn't broken. We know she did stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because you said mission complete. I, it just it hit me that we, had an act, we haven't actually resolved that technically. Okay. Yeah, you're right. But from what, from, from what we know, Makase... Or not Makase. Amane feels good about what she did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for the rest of these people... There has to be some. The, the whole thing is about trade offs and sacrifice, and there has to be something. Like, I don't think this ends happy. 
I'm down as fuck for that shit. And it, it, with this being largely from Okabe's perspective, the way the show is currently written, for it to be satisfying to me, if one of these characters has to die, it has to be Okabe or Mayuri. Because that is the only sacrifice that would feel weighty enough at the moment. Like I said, I, I think there is a way that these last eight episodes could play out that totally makes Makase uh, a good choice. But as it stands, that would be a cop-out. Yeah, they, they have to do more with Makase if they wanted to wait that as well as it would be with Mayuri or Okabe. Yeah, especially since yeah. he just spent like You're right. effectively a, a sixth of the show trying to save Mayuri's life. Yeah. Potentially more, if we don't think that's resolved. So do we have any other thoughts, questions, theories? I think I established my theory. Uh, honestly, at this kind of stage in the game, I don't I don't want to make any more theories. I want I want them to do it. Hmm? You know, like I'm I'm invested now, right? Uh-huh. So like that what when I'm kind of thinking when I say I'm invested is like I'm I'm giving myself to you, Steinsgate. <laughs> I was like, I am now trusting you to complete this in a way that I don't hate it. Or, you know, so like I can have yeah. all the theories I want, but like I, I kind of feel like at this point, like I'm I'm just here for the ride now, boys. Okay. Like, oh, this show is kind of end to me. <laughs> uh, well, the one thing I do want to say is after finishing 16 a couple of hours ago, or I guess a handful of hours ago at this point, this was the first time I kind of like waffled a little on this series like I, I came off 16 and was like i don't know man like it kind of lost me a little and it was entirely because i had the realization that we are done with all these other characters oh uh, you, you miss all the other characters you well I, it's not that i miss them it's just that i wanted more out of them I mean, and to be fair, yeah. you like i i've been listening to that theory from you i'm not subscribed to that theory no, no, no. I, even like theory aside, I would have liked more of these characters. I mean, who's to say that they're not coming back yet, though? I mean, I, I feel like we're done. I, I feel like Amane made that pretty clear that we're not going to... Like, Ferris and Ruka are not going to come back in a meaningful way. I think it's too late in the game for that, especially if they want to make some sort of bad Makase ending work. They're going to have to sp uh, do a lot of build-up on her. But, I mean, I did come around because as much as I feel like having these characters and then just doing their quick resolution and then moving on is a little unsatisfying. I kind of realized that like, yeah, this is a visual novel and you probably get more, a lot more of these characters. Um, like if you do their routes or whatever, you get much more of these characters, but ultimately this story is about um, the big three, uh, Makase, Okabe and Mayuri. So as long as they manage to resolve those three well, as much as I would enjoy more Ferris Nyan Nyan, I will be happy. And having made that like resolution with myself, I flipped back around and think these like this batch of episodes was fantastic. And this is a great show. I have to give it thorns. Uh, these batch of episodes are actually really good. They brought new hope for me in this set. Next time on My First Anime, will Chris have his correct microphone? Guys, can you, can you hear me? I think it's just so good. I got... <laughs>
Will Monkey finally enjoy a pick from me, Anthony? <laughs> Anthony, all your picks are bad. Can you make your picks my picks now so I can finally watch the show I want to watch? Will Anthony have any confidence in any of his theories that aren't complete dog shit? Uh, I may have jumped the gun a little too soon, guys. But I mean, thank you. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. Find out next time on my first anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My My First First Anime. Anime.